good to go, everyone. Hello and welcome to our success coaching call. Welcome to Wednesday. We just start calling this Wednesday wisdom, right? Sometimes when I share content on social, if it's a Wednesday, sometimes that is the hashtag. You know, it's like you have Mindset Monday or, or Motivation Monday is really quite common. And then you have Tuesday Transformation, Wednesday Wisdom. You know, here we go, all the things. But I'm excited that you're here with me. If you want to say hello in the chat box or if you're on Facebook Live, if you want to say hello. Have you oiled up yet this morning? Because I really haven't yet. So speaking of which, I'll just like live my own. Let's get a little rose. Let's invite some of that love into my life. You know what else I think I need this morning? I think I need a little thinker, right? I love these kids' oils, guys. But I'm also aware I'm just a really big kid. So get yourselves oiled up. What are you using lately? What are you using today? Um, I would love to hear that. I've been diffusing some goodness regularly. I got gifted a bottle of that citrus bloom. Oh my goodness, I'm in love with that. And then I've been doing a combination of Douglas fir and wild orange, which is similar to holiday peace. And I'm not afraid to use holiday peace all year round, right? So I'd love to hear what you're using, what you're utilizing, how you're doing. I'm excited we're meeting today. You know why I'm excited we're meeting today? Well, I'm, I truly do look forward to this call every week because I just love what comes forward and the possibility and the insight. So I just invite us to kind of breathe into that. But I'm excited we're meeting today because today is Wednesday, July 31st. It's the last day of the month. And I love when we meet on the last day or the first day of a new month because there's some work that I like us to do to get grounded and to get clarity and to get centered. There is some good stuff that wants to come forward. And so I just invite you, if you haven't yet already, to do a few things. Number one is in your heart of hearts, whether you call it prayer or setting intention or both, I want you to say a prayer or set the intention of opening up, that you're here to receive, and that what you need will come forward today, and that you can be receptive to that, right? And so just showing up with intention slash prayer of just saying, I'm choosing into this space. Help me know what I need to know. Help me learn what I need to learn, that I can be an open vessel to what needs to come forward for yourself today. And I know it's like, right? There's a, a quote by one of my favorite poets, Rumi, a Sufi poet, where he says, what you're seeking is seeking you. Or you could even quote from the Holy Bible where Jesus says, you know, seek and you shall find. And so the power of intention, the power of seeking, the power of being conscious about what it is that you're wanting is just choosing in at this moment with me today. If you're listening live or listening to our podcast, we just invite you to drop into a space of openness, right? To make that conscious choice I choose to be open and I'm here to receive, right? One of my favorite mantras, affirmations is the phrase, I allow myself to receive. Is many of you are great at giving, right? Like how many of you get that? You know you're great at, you love to show up for people, love to give, but receiving so much of your quote manifesting has to do with your capacity to receive. And so that permission statement is I allow myself to receive. Secondly, this morning, I invite you to minimize any of your other distractions. Part of receiving and having you have an experience today where something that comes up is what exactly that you're needing or an insight or a gem or maybe even something you didn't even know or think about that someone will ask and will show up for you is that I invite you to remove any of your other distractions. So if you're scrolling your phone, but listening here, but this and that is I just invite you to choose in to get super, super present. 
And finally, number three is I just invite you as you take a deep breath is coming into a space of some gratitude is just becoming aware of present time, right? A lot of times, of course, for all of us, we can struggle with anxiety or overwhelm is a lot, of course, in our thoughts and thinking as we're taking in so much, part of that removing distractions, but just coming into present moment, finding your breath, using your oils, maybe, you know, let's get a few oils going, let's get those on the body, let's get those inhaling, but just allowing your thoughts to think into some gratitude that you woke up today, you likely, if you obviously are listening or watching in on the Zoom or Facebook Live, you have access to technology, electricity. That leads me to make an assumption, and it is an assumption, but that you likely have food and access to clean water, that you slept somewhere in a bed last night, and you just think about the presence of, oh, you know, all the things that no matter what's been up for you, just presencing into some gratitude. I'm going to read. we got a bunch of comments in our Zoom. If, Mark, you want to add anything to the chat box from Facebook Live, if there's comments or questions that you feel like I need to see, I'd love to do that. Some of you last week didn't get a chance to ask your question. And if you want to, if you were still, if you were here last week and you're here again, is we ran up, we had more questions than we had time for. And I definitely want to address that. And so if you have something that's up for you, you know that already, you're welcome to plug it into the chat box. If you'd like to join me live, I'd love to see you and we can do some live coaching together. Um, you can let us know that too and just flag that in the chat box. If you're sharing something that you're, is, I want to hear if you're sharing, I prefer you to share it to all attendees if you're with us here on Zoom. It says attendees versus just panelists, right? Is I'd love for other people to see that. And then I'm going to walk you through just a simple exercise that I love to do at month end and the beginning of a new month. And some of you, we've gone through it before. It's short and sweet, but it's just a great reflective strategy or thought process to help you come back to the powerful process of intentional creating, right? Okay, so let's see. We've got some good comments here. Rosie's with us. Andrea's with us. Toyin, good morning. Hi, Sonia. Good morning as well. Hello from California. Albuquerque, she's using vetiver and sandalwood. Andrea, Julie says, good morning. I just registered for your mindset course starting next week. Thank you. Awesome. I'll share that with all of you here in just a moment in case you don't know about that. All right. Miss Rosie is saying, or Gwen, excuse me, is saying, good morning from Washington. Beautiful is your everyday blend. I love that. I forgot I have that blend. I need to get that out. Rosie says, preach it today, Tiff. Last day of the month, last day of convention qualifications, last day to win Jasmine Rose and, uh, how do you say that? Kananga? That new oil, did I say that right? Mark, do you know? <laughs> a surprise. I don't, I don't know, but I think we're going to go with Kananga. Kananga. I yeah. kind of feel like it's like a party oil. Like, is like, it, I mean. It, it sounds like Topanga from that TV show. But. Yeah, it just feels, I, all of a sudden I'm seeing like a Congo line or something is what's <laughs> going for me. Anyway, Rose and Jasmine, that's all amazing. I will definitely, let's talk about that because it is the last day of the month last day of convention qualification and last day of some amazing oils and promotions happening you are happening this month. Yes. Love it. Good stuff. New moon today as well as being shared big shifts, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it the cowabunga oil. Cowabunga or the Congo line. I'm going to call it Congo line. That was my first impression of what came up. So I checked the chat from last week and this was a question that maybe we didn't get to, but I know a lot of people might have that same question. Oh, yes. I love that one. And I even actually, funny you say that as I went back on sometimes, just so you know, if you're on Facebook Live, 
a lot of times after we're live here on Zoom, I will pop onto Facebook and I'll scroll through some of your comments and engage and interact with you there. So just to make sure if there's anything I didn't see or there's something that's asked or shared or so forth. And she did share that. And I said, oh, please bring this to our call. If you happen to be with us live, Debbie, I would love for you if you want to talk about this live. You don't have to as well, but I love, love, love her question. We'll get to that in just a moment. So ideally, you have a blank note or a blank sheet of paper because I want to do a simple exercise. If not, uh, go ahead and grab one. Or if you want to use your technology, feel free to. You guys, I have to show you. How many of you love home goods? I promise we're not going to be too... Uh, distracted today or two down a, a rabbit hole but how many of you love home goods right any other home goods lovers on this call today or on the zoom session mark do you even know what home goods is <laughs> yes no yes okay. I I do know what home goods is and I've been there and bought a complete set of like turquoise kitchen utensils for my wife so see you're it's a, huge you it's a, a huge store renaissance man I love it so Home Goods is the home version of TJ Maxx, right? And for cute home stuff, they just sometimes they like really hit out of the park. I have to show you this cute notebook I got there. I bought like probably a month or so ago, and I am in love with it. Number one, it's blush pink, which can you see my office out my office wall like paint blush pink and gold. Like you can't see all this, but blush pink and gold. I mean, like look, this is my heart and hustle binder. Look at all the colors: blush pink, gold. You see that? That's from the event. Look at this gem of gems I found. Look at this cute little workbook. Can you see it? I'm going to put it up to the camera. And I'll it, see that's in rose gold. It says new day, new mindset, new focus, new intentions, new results. It's blush pink and rose gold, everybody. Hey, I like what I like. Got to own it. Okay, and you know what to me, the, the Southern Belle oil that reminds me of blush pink and gold in a bottle. Do you want to give a guess what it is? Oh, and this workbook, by the way, or this notebook was $6.99. Love it. Okay, I think the Southern Belle oil of all the oils in doTERRA that reminds me, it feels like blush pink and gold. Close, Andrew's saying geranium, and I do love geranium, and that goes on my heart often, is Magnolia, right? Are there any other Magnolia fans on this live? Because, like, seriously, that is, like, turned in most often to my perfume, what I'm wearing often just feels like love. I think that is blush pink and rose gold in a bottle. Just saying for myself. Okay, let's do some work together. We're at the end of the month, but we still have this day ahead of us. I invite you to get clear and intention. If you're working for a rank, you're working for a number, you're working for qualification, I just invite you to do all the things like come back to the joy, come back to the peace, use your oils. My understanding is tangerine is a powerful manifesting oil, right? Our little tangerine. I'm showing it to you like you maybe you've never seen it, right? <laughs> You're like, Tiff, we know what tangerine looks like. Okay, thanks. But tangerine, wild orange, sandalwood, right? Rose oil, absolutely. I just put rose on myself. I think that, oh my goodness, these are all just high, high vibration for me. But whatever, ask yourself. Oh yes, that's right, blue tansy. Let's get the blue tansy out there too. I love blue tansy on my skin, so good. But here we are. Let's get intentional. Let's get creative. I am going to walk you through this as though you're reflecting on the month being complete. But I realize for many of you, this day is a very full day and a lot of momentum and miracles gets to happen. So get intentional about that. But I just want you at some point today or tomorrow as we move into a new month to get reflective about number one, what were your wins and victories for the month of July? 
if you want to write that down in your notebook. What were your wins and victories for the month of July? And acknowledge those things, right? Acknowledge that you're like, hey, what are the things that you've been up to? And even if you're like, uh, well, I've eaten a lot of popsicles with my kids in the month of July, maybe we celebrate that, right? Or perhaps you've hit that rose and jasmine promotion, which I just love those oils. Oh my goodness, love those oils. Um, you might have maybe different enrollments or trainings that you've been to or facilitated yourself, right? You might have had that experience or books that you've read or things that you've done and that you've played or facilitated or healing work or self-care or organization or decluttering, right? Whatever the things might be, I want you to take a moment to take time to acknowledge yourself and to acknowledge some of your wins and victories for the month of July, personally, professionally, health, relationships, so that's a great way to start into moving into creation is acknowledgement of the gratitude or acknowledgement of the good, right? Good and gratitude are both high vibration energies. They put us back into a creative space. I do want to tell you something that I've experienced this summer. Some of you know this about me. Um, some of you may not. I think maybe we've shared this, but some of my close friends, maybe you wouldn't know this, but some of my close friends, they, in the summer months, they call me summer tiff. Right. And so I have a nickname in the summer. And just to be completely transparent and form of disclosure, I'm not always the best influence on work productivity in the month in the months of summer. Right. But this is why I'm self-employed is I love to play a lot in the summer. But I want to tell you the like legit connection versus just being the cutesy funny piece. Now, I definitely believe in productivity, and some of you have seen my video on YouTube called Office Hours for the Entrepreneur, and I created that years ago for the summer months, is not to just, you know, hey, like blow off work entirely. No way. We still want to nourish it, but maybe you do work less, or if your kids are out of school, but it just, sometimes you get more intentional. But like for me, yesterday was a perfect day where I worked until about one o'clock. I cranked out a lot of content, got a lot of things written various things. I have this course that begins Monday that I'm super excited about, Mindset Makeover. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. But I cranked on a lot of productivity until about one o'clock. And then I went and met some girlfriends at the pool for the afternoon. And to me, that is my office hours a lot in the summer is I want to play and I want to rest. But I had this experience. I've seen this happen for me this summer is I've played, I've traveled some, I've rested some, and here's what's cool about rest and play. And I just want you to ask yourself, now today may not be a rest and play day because it's the last day of the month, but it's asking yourself, no matter what season it is, is, is my rest, where's, where am I in my rest quadrant? Like, am I rested up? Do I feel well rested? Am I sleeping well? Am I resting my mind? Am I taking time to unplug, right? Like some of you really need to do a detox on your technology right? I have to do them regularly myself. I get in the woods here in Salt Lake City or even just leave my phone somewhere else in the house. I'll go out in my garden quite a bit. I'm in my garden every single day, usually twice or three times a day, sometimes even, or go out there and read or work or something. But it's like asking yourself, like, where's my rest and my play? Because here's what's happened for me, again, is giving myself permission to rest and play. Because think about the energetic vibrations of play, right? Like when you think about being a kid and summer definitely brings that up where, you know, it's like maybe you sleep on the trampoline, you go camping, you watch movies, you, you know, all the things that whatever you or your children or you did as a child, like those memories, but there's a light energy about it, right? 
And that is powerful and it's very influential. Well, here's what started to happen in the previous last two to three weeks where my own sense of creativity was naturally coming on strong and in organic desire. I wasn't having to, I'm, I'm loving working, right? When I'm working, like yes, I was, I'm loving working. I'm loving creation. I'm loving when I'm coaching a client. I'm loving it because I'm so feeling like this natural, this like, mm, this palpable energy of time for rest and play. Now, some of you have done, or if you've been through my Success Academy coaching or Inner Circle or Private Coaching, you've created a joy list. The rest of you, if you've not heard about this, I want to give you two resources that are both free that you can access. One on my YouTube channel, there's a three-part video series called Self-Care Equals Success, parts one, two, and three. And this is part three. It's video three in that series. All three is probably about 25, 30 minutes in length of time, if that. But it talks about having a joy list, coming up with a list of 25 things, or even let's say 30, coming up with a list of 30 things and making that list, maybe drawing a line down the center and 15 things that cost money and 15 things that don't, right? Now, some of you might be wondering why I'm spending time on this. It's not just because, again, it's just all for the energy or just the dynamic of being playful or, or not productive. Absolutely not is that there is literal research that talks about that happier people are more successful. How many of you know that or can see that correlation? Happier people are more successful. Now that correlation does not work in the, in the opposite direction that successful people are, are happier. That is not a correlation necessarily. What is though is that happier people are more successful. And so I'm inviting you as your coach in this moment to think about, are you prioritizing your joy? And thinking about that, are you putting time in intentionally for joy and for play and doing things like that for yourself? What a difference that makes for your own natural creativity, your own joy level, and therefore you're feeling more rested and more happy, right? And that energy is also magnetic, is what often what will come up here sometimes when we're coaching, no matter what day of the week it is or, or day of the year or whatever time frame we're meeting in is that for all of you, everything is energy. And I think that's worth writing down and remembering. Everything's energy. And so it's just coming back to, am I in alignment with the energy that manifests what I want? And when you think about wanting to manifest leaders that are thriving, that are growing, that are checked in, that love doTERRA, and that you're, are you living that, right? Matched with, are you in that space where people are going to be more drawn to like, Sorry, I can hear my uh, alarm going off. Hold on just one sec. Let me mute myself. Okay, I think we're good. Sorry for that little interruption. So the dynamic is thinking about for yourself that you go, okay, it, where is my energy at? And am I in a place where my energy feels amazing? Am I in a place where I am committed to that? No one's energy is perfect all the time. Mine isn't. I know that yours isn't because we're human. We get to play this out and work on it. It's just coming back to the things that actively nourish you. I led a group on Sunday night, meditation group, and we gathered and, and walked through what I'm calling coming home, right? And nourishing your inner sanctuary. And I asked them, what nourishes your roots, right? Your roots of Mind, body, heart, spirit had a great conversation on that. 
Okay, loves, I'll be right back. I've got to go check my home alarm. I'm not sure what that's about. I'll be right back, two seconds. So maybe you start doing some writing. Wins and victories. What were your wins and victories? Where are you at with rest and with joy? I'll be right back. Okay, so that's number one. So we've addressed, I think we're just gonna have some of the, uh, <laughs> oh, Julie, you're good, all is well. It's just that uh, there's some kind of low battery something we'll have to fix, so all is well. There's nothing, no one in the house and I'm good. So, but thank you for loving on me. We just have technology stuff going on today, guys, because it's like, aren't we, some of you might know this, because I'm not like that plugged into it, but I know enough about it that we're, is this our last day of Mercury retrograde? Right? Are we finally coming out of all that where it's like known for technology snafus? So there you have it. Okay, so we've come through just to recap. Number one is looking at wins and victories and looking at your energy and your joy level and your play is a great way to help infuse your own energy. But number two is we look at this month and then I'm going to go through the next few pretty quickly so we can get into your questions. Number two is looking at for the month of July, what was your life lesson? What's life wanting to teach you, right? And ask yourself, so write that question down. What's life teaching me this month? Right, when you think about July, man, it has been, in some ways, it has been, the month has gone quickly and it's been long too. I mean, I'm just dropping into my own life awarenesses. There's been a really big life experience for me this month. And gosh, feeling such great gratitude. Got some really good news on Monday. And just feeling deep, deep gratitude of something I've carried through the month of July, right? And learning about faith and belief. And some of you are saying patience, right? I'm curious, what else are you all learning? You want to put it in the comments? You want to put it in the chat box? I'd love to hear about it. Um, so I'd love to know for yourself that you go, okay, what, is, what are my life lessons for this month? And there might be more than one. And you might have said, I'm learning to play. Or you might be saying, I'm learning patience, as one of you has just said. Or I'm learning faith. Or I'm learning the power of intention, or I'm learning about surrender or trust, or I'm learning about forgiveness or grace, right? Whatever that might look like for you is just ask your own intuition. What's life teaching me this month? Number three is looking at for the month of July, what was your biggest distraction? And it might be mentally, right? There might be a, something, a thought loop that you're, you've been circling. It might be physical clutter. It might be too much time on technology or social media. It might be, hey, there's been truly no structure at all, and that has led me to feeling quite overwhelmed, right? It's just asking yourself, what's been your biggest distraction? We're on number three. Your biggest distraction for the month of July, and what's one thing you'll do moving forward to help yourself with that for you moving into the next month? 
Number four is what's moving into a new month, the month of August. What's one personal goal for the month of August for you? And whatever that might look like, you might say, I want to get back into my regular workout routine. Or I want to read, I want to get back into my reading habit or my morning ritual habit. Or a personal goal, I am going to be very present with my kids and just totally soak in. I'm going to make a list of a, the last summer bucket item, bucket list items we want to do and really just play so hard the month of August. Or you might say, I'm really going to get myself focused. My kids are going back to school. I'm ready myself to like get back into some structure, to some growth. I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to up-level um, I'm feeling that aspect for myself, but a personal goal. And then finally, number five, a business goal, right? A business goal for doTERRA. What would be a business goal for yourself this month for your life, business, or professional side of your life? And you might say, you know, I'm going to really focus on my content creation for my social media or my newsletter list if you're doing that. Or I'm going to host at least two classes, maybe two different types or things like that, or a gathering or something of that nature, a barbecue, or you might say, okay, I'm going to really focus on learning or, or up-leveling my skill set with mentoring, and I'm going to read this book or take this program, or I'm going to really up-level my sales skills and really get focused on that and come back through my program or look at something new or whatnot. But it's really looking at what's your goal for the month of August, business and professionally, right? So I would love for you to know that for yourself. So those are the five questions. Again, I, I share them often if we're around a new, like the completion day of a month or the new month day is coming back to, again, number one, wins and victories. Number two would be your life lesson for the month of July, what life is teaching you. Number three, your biggest distraction and one thing you'll do differently moving forward to handle it. Number four is a personal goal. And number five is a business or professional goal. And that you have that in a great way is each month. I look at and each month as a new chapter in the book, right? The book of 2019 and saying, what is it that I'm wanting to create for this month? And then I get really super intentional about it in my sense of own time of creation and reflection. I'm going to read back from your, oh, good stuff here. You guys have some great comments here today. If we want to move into questions, I'm going to take on Debbie's question and address that because I think it's a really potent, powerful one. Let me just circle back though. Julie says, my wins for July is that I'll own up being an entrepreneur that I can travel and celebrate the 35 year wedding anniversary. That's amazing. Celebrating, traveling. Awesome. Good stuff, you guys. Tiffany, it looks like we have a hand raised as well. Okay, great. Um, I asked if she wanted to come on, but she didn't respond. She might not be seeing the chat, so might just allow her to talk and see if she'd like to come on. Okay. If whoever that was, if you want to join me live, we'd love to have you. I do want to let you guys all know about a program I'm hosting for the month of August that I'd love to have you participate in. It's an incredible group and it's called Mindset Makeover. Now, some of you have participated in my Mindset Makeover course in the years past. I've done it three years previously. It's a four-week coaching course that's valued at least $500 that we'd normally charge for that. We've made a few adjustments and we've up-leveled it and we're doing it this month of August. It kicks off next Monday. You can find the website and the link for all details and registration at mymindsetmakeover.com. We do a deep dive into your mindset. Your mindset's everything. It's what's running the show. It's like the, 
the software that runs the whole program. It's how you see life and what you think and believe and so forth is that your mindset is everything to your health and body results, to your business results, relationships, money, you name it. It's the foundational piece. And so getting into alignment with that, and I have exercises and assignments and a deep dive every single week of what we're working on. Week two, we talk about manifesting and the seven strategies for aligning yourself to put yourself in the vibrational receptivity that you're able to manifest what you want. Number three, we talk about week three, we talk about your marketing mindset and really aligning to that is many of you, myself included at times, have had resistance to sharing your light and sharing your products and services and your thoughts around language and so forth. We do a deep dive on that. And then week four, we go into a deep dive around your money mindset and how we create that. It's a powerful course. Again, I've up-leveled some things. The workbook now comes standard. You used to have to uh, pay into, we used to charge at the end of that course, a $200 fee to own it. To participate for the whole month is only $19.95. That's it, right? The equation of $5 a week. And you have access to the private Facebook group. You have the custom companion workbook. You get to go through the entire series. We also have an option at 97 if you want to own the whole series and do two Zoom coaching calls as well. But you can find that at mymindsetmakeover.com if you want to join in on that. We have an incredible group globally that's coming together. But that's really for three. I think there's three categories of people there that are going to be drawn to and they feel like they're ready for the 2.0. Number one, they're either in a slump or a funk. Maybe summer's kind of stifled their growth and they're ready to infuse positivity. Or secondly, things are pretty fine or comfortable, but they're ready for thriving. And they're saying it's time to intentionally grow. I've gotten maybe a little too comfortable where I'm at and they're ready for growth. Or the third piece is that you're, you understand the power of mindset and you feel called to mentor or lead or coach other people. And you're wanting to expand your toolbox with other tools, resources, and assignments and exercises to help people with that. So if you feel drawn to it, would love it. I know some of you have already said you've signed up for that. I'm excited for it. We kick off next Monday, and it goes live through the month of August. Secondly, just to make you aware, I know many of you know about this, but just to give you a heads up in case you don't, it's Heart and Hustle is my custom doTERRA sales training event on Monday, September 9th. We have an incredible panelist joining me as well of, oh, goodness, you guys are in for a treat. We have Natalie and Andy Goddard, who we just love. Uh, Ange Peters and Elena Brower, Keely Martinez and Nicole Moultrie, Shara Jansen, they're all joining in to help share and bring their gifts to that night. It is exciting. And you can find that at myoilscoach.com. Also, if you use the code Goddards in all cap, it's just a little heads up for a few more days. That code will be live through this weekend that you can use. And that is a $20 off coupon code for live or live stream tickets. Either ticket has a two-week recording on or access to that event. So if you're like, hey, I got home from convention, I want to come back and get centered, you have access to that for yourself as well. So let's address some of these questions. If you have a question for me, I'd love to hear it. If you're on Facebook Live or you're here on the chat, I know we've been doing some great work here together today, getting us centered, getting us activated into some coaching, but I've definitely and we're going to go until about 9.40 today, simply because with our technical difficulties, it took us about 10 minutes to get launched. And so I'm not going to shortchange our time. So we will definitely have time for more questions. So if there is something that's up for you, I'd love to hear it. I'd love for you to put it in the chat box. Or if you want to dialogue live, we can do that as well. 
But I'm going to start off with Debbie's question from last week because this was a super juicy question. I think it's really important. But her question is this. She says, what do you do if you don't get a lot of support from your significant other? Mine doesn't seem... Mine doesn't see the value in spending money on training or going to convention, et cetera. So isn't this, how many of you can relate to this? And you might say, I'm not putting my hand up or commenting in that chat box, right? You might send it just to panelists. So I'd only, me and Mark only see that, but totally up to you. But we can relate to this. This is a common question that can come up is, is sometimes it's a significant other, a spouse. Sometimes it's a family member like my dad or my mom you know, or my, my sibling or one of my best friends, they don't really understand what I'm up to or they question me or they've teased me about it. I don't feel in essence a form of support. All of you can probably relate to this at one relationship or another, right? So there's a couple of angles that I wanna share this from and to think about and to talk through. So this is gonna be a juicy dive right uh, into it because some of it is on ourselves and some of it is in, her, you know, working on communication skills and how we engage or enroll someone else. Um, some of it is healthy boundaries. Some of it is your own health and wellness slash mindset and belief. And we'll talk through that. So here's the thing, couple thoughts. Most, most of the time, if someone is not supportive, it can be a few reasons. One is that they just don't understand, right? Like they haven't themselves really used the oils or the supplements. They haven't had this, haven't seen or experienced the, the potential changes that can come for the positive. They haven't experienced it, right? So they just don't have the knowledge or awareness. Sometimes it's about if it's not making money, right? Because I find that most spouses, if you start bringing home five and 10 and $15,000 a month, they tend to become real supportive, right? In some cases, I say that tongue in cheek. And a lot of times what can be up for a specifically a spouse or a significant other, and sometimes other relationships, is the fear of you changing, right? And I think that's really important that we address this. So you see, this can be layered from a few things. And this is why when I come back to communication is asking them to, to dialogue with you and to understand and seek to understand them, not defensively, which is key, not to put them on the witness stand, not to get angry, not to shut down, not to just say, hey, you don't support me and, you know, withdraw and play the silent treatment or whatever the other dynamics. So it matters that we'll talk about the healthy communication as we can understand what's up for them. But many times with a significant other, anytime I coach someone personally, we have this conversation and sometimes we have a conversation with their spouse to help understand that change can make a significant other feel uncomfortable sometimes. And a lot of it's even subconsciously. Consciously, of course, they're going to likely say, oh, I love you. Of course, I want to see you win. Or of course, I want to see you succeed. But a lot of times to a significant other, also, it's like, oh, well, my spouse is changing. And their fear subconsciously is, will I be left? Is Debbie going to run off and like join this experience and get so wrapped up to it? Is she going to still choose me? Or is she, where's she going? What does that mean? And and a lot of times, again, these aren't conscious thoughts. It's just subconscious is, wait, what are you getting all involved in? And is that going to take time away from me, our family? Is that going to change us? I'm not sure how I feel about that. And we have to be reminded of, this is a really high conscious group. If you're a part of this coaching college week, you're on the path of consciousness. You're part of that movement that's wanting to change, wants to grow. It's likely reading books. It's likely attending trainings. Like you're spending the time to be connected here you're part of the consciousness movement. You're part of awareness and so forth. But even with all the awareness that you have, 
but especially if a significant other isn't tapped into that kind of work, which they're fine if they're not, is just knowing that for all of us, our reptilian brain is still part of the show and running the show in many cases. And so when they feel something, if I don't understand something, right, like we see this in politics or race, sometimes racism or judgments or energy or, you know, you see that it's like, when we don't understand someone, we can be, we can be sometimes fearful of or whatnot, which that's the beauty of humans. And gosh, this could get in so deep. But to me, it's like just showing up to know each other. I'm fascinated by humans. I want to learn about all kinds of people, all kinds of differences, cultures, age, race, gender, you name it. It's like humans, right? Humaning. But not to get too deep into all of that, just understanding simplicity is that if a human, if your spouse doesn't understand it, they might have resistance to it. If your spouse feels threatened by it, they will definitely have resistance to it. And again, a lot of times they just feel something, not aware of what it is, and they might feel the resistance, right? So a couple of different things on that is thinking about, okay, why would someone not support me? Is They don't understand it. They're afraid it might change your relationship, right? Like you see this sometimes in a friendship or a couple, if, one, if they've both like say been, you know, overweight and sometimes significantly overweight and obesity, and one of them decides I'm going to really lose weight and really get to, you know, making some change. Well, sometimes you watch the other ones try to sabotage them and not because you're like, that is the meanest thing. Like what? Why? But subconsciously, it's like, no, this is, we connect on this. We connect around food or we connect around this experience and so forth. And seeing you change makes me nervous. So a couple of thoughts when we say about this. Number one is it really matters as you first look at yourself of saying, do I believe in me? And am I nourishing my belief? Am I showing up to support myself? Am I taking time for myself? Am I nourishing my body, mind, heart, and spirit? Do I see the value? Do I feel that I'm worth it, right? Because sometimes we're, we're struggling and we're wanting our significant other or a friend or someone outside of us to validate the path we're on. So I want all of you to look at that for yourself is, am I validating myself? Am I showing up for myself? Am I supporting myself in this path that I'm on? Am I in that for me? Secondly is allowing space for your significant other to be their own person too. And I'll share something just briefly, but personally, as years ago, and I was married at the time, I'm not married now, but I was married at the time and I was really, you know, getting into, we're talking like quite some time ago, but I was really getting in more so to personal development and I was really, you know, excited about vision and growth and vision boards and all of that. And I remember saying, saying to my significant other, or my spouse at the time, I really wanted, you know, us to like be on the same page and do all the things together and let's make our own vision boards and let's read all the books and let's go to the trainings and so forth. And candidly, that just was not his interest. Right. And there's, that's a layered conversation, of course. But one particular lesson I remember I was learning is I kept feeling like I had to wait for him to be on board or, or permission or so forth. And I remember just in a conversation, like, I remember once that I just decided, well, I was going to make my own vision board. And even though sometimes he'd poke fun at it, like what, you know, this and that. And, but then, you know, he was actually, he wasn't very, he wasn't rude or mean about it at all. He was fine. He just was like, I don't know if that, I don't know. He would just make the comments. I don't know if that stuff really works for me. And I was like, okay. But I remember like probably six months later after I'd created a vision board and seeing some changes and seeing some great things. I remember he came to me once and said, 
and and it was sweet and tender at that time you know he said would you be willing to put something on your one of something i want on your vision board because you really seem to be great at manifesting these things and it just showed me that you know i i got over the point of what i'm sharing and wrapping that up of trying to convert him that he had to be just like me that he had to do it just my way or we had to be on the exact same page do you know how rare it is that that would even be true humans are their own people now you can absolutely meet people with the same values and the same uh, mindset or meet someone that you have, you value some of the same things for sure that can exist, but often we're in partnerships with people and they have strengths and they have struggles and you have strengths and struggles. And so a lot of that too is on our part. Again, this might already be at play for you is releasing the need to control or change our partner that they need to be someone different as well. And sometimes that resistance or that, I just don't believe that is you get to, I think a good relationship, you support each other to be the best versions of yourself. And then if your spouse say that your say your spouse is really into a certain sport and you can totally cheer them on in that without having to play that sport yourself, if you want to, great. The same thing here with saying, okay, some of those things. So I just like to share it from that perspective and some of those thoughts that you go, okay, Oh, I get it. I'm not going to try to change my spouse. Number one, I'm going to work on my own mindset, my own belief. I'm going to validate myself. I'm going to show up for myself. Number two, I'm going to let my spouse be who they are. I remember years ago, one of my dear friends and mentors, Jack Kenfield, he's actually a client of mine too, but I remember he was sharing with us this quote and painting this picture where he said, quoting this woman, she said, when I talk to my parents about Buddhism, because that was her chosen path. So when I talk to my parents about Buddhism, they hate me. When I act like the Buddha, they love me. So sometimes it's more about are we being the work, are we being the light, being the change, versus trying to change someone, just go and be it. So like in my case, rather than trying to at that time convince my husband to say, hey, you got to really be on board with all this, is I just gave him permission to be himself and I just was myself. And then with some time, like he was observing and seeing the change and seeing that it actually was working, then he was like, hey, could you put something on your vision board for me? That's my vision board, by the way, behind me as we're talking about it, uh, my present one. So it's just knowing that, you know, is thinking sometimes we try to change our spouses. And finally, communication, right? Communication, communication, communication. How many times have we heard that's important in any relationship, Right is coming to the place of sitting with them. But I really invite you is asking from a place of non-judgment, asking from a place where you're not defensive, right? This is personal development. This is real personal development is when we practice these skills. Is sitting in conversation where you seek to understand is saying, love, can we connect about this? I really just want to understand. Tell me your thoughts and your feelings. Tell me about what's up for you in not wanting me to, to go to convention or participate, or tell me what you're feeling and thinking. And as they say and share their response, I'm going to invite you, even if they say, well, it's just this, money's kind of tight. Let's say that's their response. Money's kind of tight. We could do other things without money. Totally. I get it. Is there anything else? Anything else? Anything else that's uncomfortable for you with this? Guys, this is good. Write this down, right? I'm just modeling for you. You just hold the safe space and the peace. Because sometimes, now this is true in sales and business as it is in personal relationship. The thing we say first is what a friend of mine, Matt Townsend, he's a great relationship coach and trainer. He's based here in Utah. Uh, we do TV together regularly or on the same channel. And, and so we'll run into each other. But he has a great 
great content. Matt Townsend's his name, if you want to look him up. He talks about a lot of times couples are fighting about the smoke and they're not getting to the fire. So if you've ever fought about the smoke, hey, you know, you're spending too much money on golf or, or why are you, you know, buying this or doing that or blah, 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 or you didn't do this or didn't call me or you always want to go with your friends. You don't want to, whatever the stuff we're fighting about is a lot of times the smoke versus underneath, which is the fire, which is something more like, well, I'm, I'm afraid. Do you, you know, do you respect me? Do I matter to you? I'm feeling afraid or whatever the things might be, but it's asking. So ask your spouse, love, can we share about this? Tell me about your thoughts, about what your resistance is about me going to convention or investing in oils or growing this as a business. Talk to me about that. What's up for you? And they say, oh, I'm this. Okay. Is there anything else? Anything else that feels uncomfortable for you with this? Can you teach me about it? And just holding that space. Now they may get honest with you and go right there especially if there's high trust and high safety in your relationship. If trust is kind of a little bit fractured, you might need some time with that. What matters is that you choose to go into that conversation without a reaction, without the emotional defensiveness. And that you say, hey, okay, teach me. I'm okay. I just am here to learn, right? The seeking to understand versus to be understood, right? And so what matters is that you share. And if I'm you, I'd share something like, love, this really matters to me. And I'm really passionate about it. And, and I know it's been new, a new thing I've been doing the last few months or the last year or a few years or whatever the time frame has been. But it really matters to me that I have your support too. You really matter to me, right? You reinforce your love. You're my priority. Our family's my priority. And I have this thing and I get, it might not be your thing and that's okay too. But this is something I really feel drawn to and passionate about. And here's why. And here's my vision. And and, and, I, and even if it's not your thing, would you support me in pursuing it? And what would you need from me to feel like you're part of this with me? What do, you, what do you need from me? How can you feel best supported in this journey, right? I mean, we're just talking about some really healthy communication of helping that per person feel validated, feel seen and supported, that you practice that. I know we all are saying, hey, I want that. I want to feel seen and supported. I get it, love. But we are going to do be the change we want to see in the world is you're going to practice it and model it. So hopefully that gives you all some things to consider is just knowing that it can be a various variety of things of why people have resistance. What's coming up for them. It can be into the space of their fear of change or the fear of, am I going to still be important to you? Um, sometimes it's just letting them know that, Hey, you matter to me. Right. And can we, can I have your input on this sometimes of just feeling like we're mutually collaborating and supportive of each other. I love Dolores says this. I know some of you can definitely relate. You're saying that in the comments. Dolores says uh, to take, took a, takes a year to get husband on board. He is now and I took and take him to convention. So if possible, bring that right. Um, Chantel is saying that was my husband. Once I reassured him that I want to do this with him, he felt better and has been more supportive. But I've had to balance my business with my and my family needs better. I was too obsessed every day and spending too much time on doTERRA and had to scale back and show him that our family was my top priority. So having some boundaries for sure, having some scheduled office hours, having that support, right? But I think what matters and it will be different for each person and each individual is just the willingness to have those conversations. So thank you for this beautiful question. Um, it comes up for me, no matter if I'm, you know, coaching directly in doTERRA, any other industry, any other person, like 
when we're talking about change, it's not abnormal for this topic to come up as around support and change and so forth. Hopefully my intention for you is that you're in healthy relationship and uh, no one's relationship's perfect, but healthy, committed to healthy, where you can have conversations and you can have discussions and there's space for freedom to be your own person and that we bring that to a relationship. Am I allowing my spouse to have freedom to be them, their own self? Am I cultivating that? Are we having good dialogue? Are we talking about what one another needs, right? And that we're in a space. I think because when you're in a relationship, if there's truly like no support or there's belittling or meanness or criticalness in a way that it's just this like constant toxic situation, I would invite you to get some support, you know, professionally around that. 100%. And even I think it's healthy, like go to a marriage couples class or communication class or with a coach or therapist is I think bettering our skills is only to our advantage. But there's a difference of saying, oh, my spouse is just feeling a little resistant to being with someone that flat out is like sabotaging and, and is toxic to you, right? Is looking at that for yourself. Are there other questions you have today? We definitely, I want to utilize, we have at least 10 more minutes. If you're here with me live on chat in the Zoom or you're on Facebook Live, if you want to add a question in the comments, is there anything else that's up for you today that might be something related? You want to go more on this? Uh, maybe you want to talk about working through a mindset block. Maybe there's something strategically or social media. If there's anything else at all, I'll leave about a minute here if you guys want to pop that in and see if we have any other questions show up. We also can, of course, end and wrap up for the day. I just want to make sure because of those technology little snafu in the beginning that we give you the full time this week. Anyone, anyone? If you're here with us live, this is the moment. And we might be ready. Yeah. <laughs> Bueller, anyone? Anyone? I definitely have a thought I want to wrap us up with today that I would like to complete with for this day of this beautiful content and, and space we've been covering. If you want to pop something in the chat box, you're welcome to. If not, I'm going to start to move us to a close. But I have this uh, daily calendar on my desk. It's a Wayne Dyer Power of Intention calendar, and it just is something that it each you just move it forward each day. Um, it says this for July 31st, and I see Victoria has a question. We'll talk through that. It says, when you're in a state of joy and happiness, you've returned to the pure, creative, blissful, non-judgmental joy that intention truly is. I find that fascinating because my loves, I, would, I didn't even know that was the quote for today, right? Like, look at that aligned. Do you remember earlier in our sharing, I was talking about the power of joy and prioritizing your joy. And how myself, I've experienced taking time to rest and play a lot this summer has naturally fueled my creative juices. And I think there's so much truth to that. Okay, it looks like we have some Facebook Live comments and questions here with what's showing up. Victoria Roland is saying, is there anything, is there anything I can share for money blocks? I love the conversation on money. So there's a couple of things. Number one, on my website, there's several free resources. There's even a tab at the top, tiffanyspeaks.com. There's a resource under free resources that's my recommended reading list. And there's an entire section, Victoria, that says money, right, for money mindset and money work and so forth. 
that you can work through that. So I have a list of several books of all that I've read that I think will help you. One of my favorite books on money is The Law of Divine Compensation by Marianne Williamson. I'd say that's definitely, see now I want to tell you all of them though. Like I probably have top five. You can download the list and find that there and there's lots of great resources on changing that. But money is like energy. It's like air, like currency. It's energy. It's just, it's around and it's true, though, is a lot of times we, it's like a hose we've kinked ourselves through our thoughts, our belief. A lot of times the healing work that I help people work through with money is forgiveness of themselves, past choices or decisions, or they have a money story that they're like not smart or not good with money, or you might attract money, but then it's always got to go somewhere versus allowing it, right? The stewardship of allowing that to nourish and plant root in your life. We do cover that in detail, and we do an entire session, an entire week, a full hour on money mindset. It's week four in my August series, Mindset Makeover. I highly encourage you. That course will be worth it. Any one of those weeks will be worth that price that you pay. So if you're interested in that, I'd go there and hold on to that for week four. We'll go through it in depth. But in the meantime, if not, by all means, I love to help people at any level. They want the support. Any of those books on that money list on that recommended reading list will definitely help you, you know, move forward. And again, you guys, there's several free resources there. If you've not been to my website, tiffanyspeaks.com is something that you want to look at. Karen's, Karen's asking makeover. It kicks off next Monday, August 5th. And it's a four week coaching course where we go depth in depth on mindset, on manifesting, marketing, and money of how to change and align your mindset to that. The website is mymindsetmakeover.com. She's asking for that link to me and panelists. Mark, if you want to share that to all attendees, mymindsetmakeover.com is where you guys can find that. Full details there and registration, but that's a fantastic resource that you can go through and really work on some of those in live coaching time. But thank you for asking that. I think the biggest thing with money is, Again, the mindset, the story, sometimes we need to let go and heal the past or the fear. I know when I was, the first time I quadrupled my income, the first time I made six figures, I had to work through some, some two big blocks. One, I was really afraid that money would change me spiritually, right? Because that residual belief out there that like money's the root of all evil, but we know the love of money, right? But it's just aligning to, I was afraid it would uproot me, right? That being, you know, making more money would change me spiritually. And I thought it had to be an either or not understanding that the flow of abundance and that more money just magnifies who you are, right? So if you're already generous and giving money provides a lot more opportunity to do that. Uh, if you're already like the kind of person that's, you know, Scrooge like or something, then more money magnifies that. And so it's just being aware. I had that fear. And I had the fear also too, of being in within my family dynamic, if it would, you know, uproot my family dynamic and my tribe and things like that. So interesting thoughts and fears I got to work through. Uh, thanks, Steph. She's given me some love. Uh, Julie's saying, how do you work through having hurt from the past with your husband? I think we can go, that's pretty deep, right? I think foundationally is one and first and foremost simply is that you choose to. You choose to release the hurt. You know, you choose to forgive. And I know that sounds pretty simple, easier to say, but truly is, I shared this last week. And so if you want to go back and listen to last week's recording, you can. But I shared in depth about forgiveness being a choice, not just a feeling. Is working through that, having the dialogue within your own heart, having the dialogue with him, 
is the choice to, and perhaps if there is some support there, right? Getting support, that can definitely be a wise investment, right? Things of that nature. Um, but I'm just sending you love on that is that we've all had hurts in relationship and, and choosing to forgive good communication. Sometimes having the support of a great coach or therapist can help you with that as well. But I think it's just allowing yourself, right? To say, okay, I'm going to choose to release that hurt, right? As well as have healthy, it's the, the combination of healthy boundaries and conversation communication matched with, I'm going to be willing to let go of that past. Great things. Thank you for your shares, everyone. It's been such a joy, literally, to be with you. I invite you. It's the last day of the month. We begin a new month tomorrow. Is give it all you've got. If you're working for that qualification, I'm sending you all my positive mojo for that. If you're working for a new rank or establishing a rank or a qualification for convention, if you're working for that rose or jasmine or the promotions, you also have my understanding. Is the BOGO still live from yesterday? I don't know. Is it complete? I think so. I think, I think so. Okay. You guys have had some awesome BOGOs this month, some great things, but I invite you to, as you move into a new month, is get really clear your wins and victories, your life lesson for this month, your biggest distraction, what you'll do moving forward, personal goal, business goal, and come back to the power of creation. Hopefully, you're, I start to feel this around August, too, as I'm definitely, it's summer, but I'm also feeling like going back to school and wanting that, right? Really wanting to create and be in that. That's why, for me, as I think about September, definitely feels that way. But why I chose to do Mindset Makeover in August was let's get you prepared to create powerfully for the rest of the year, right? You come out of that summer and all sometimes being unstructured and all that play, which I love, clearly, and coming back to intentional creation and to say, now let's move forward. Let's come forward with that. Looks like some of you are saying in the chat box, there is a new surprise BOGO today. That's awesome, guys. Okay, so pedal diffuser, get red mandarin and kumquat today. Awesome. And they have that new pedal diffuser, don't they? Right? I love it, guys. That would be something cool. Put that on your awareness. And that might be something I'm going to look at that myself. Awesome. Thank you for the love and the support, your kind words in the chat box. I love showing up for y'all. I love being here with you. I believe in you. I believe in doTERRA and I believe in their products. I believe in their people. I believe in you. I know true principles 100% that they will work. Be believing, right? Be believing. We'll work on that, right? That's a process, but do the things for yourself, for others, take the action, but we'll see you guys here next week. We'll be back live once again. Have a great rest of your day. Cheering y'all on. Go get the app last day of the month and we'll see you guys next week. And Mark, thank you so much for joining me.